Planet Funk on BurstRadio.net. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to BurstRadio.net. We're here with uh, Dan Tillier, a.k.a. Dan Dan the Dancing Bear. <laughs> Do you still go by that? I never actually went by that. It was just a thing for the for the New Detroit Radio guys. It was oh, a, okay. a nickname that was given to me. Okay, like, so that was like a Harley thing then. Yeah, there was a, 
I was working down at Franz doing uh, promotions and stuff with uh, my company, and uh, a busload of girls showed up, and they were dancing in the window. And one of the one of the people that were outside took a took a video of it on her phone, and I was dancing in the window to these girls that were all wasted. Only difference was <laughs> the angle that she was on; you couldn't see the girls in it, so it literally just looked like I was some crazy guy in the street dancing, and that's how nice. it all came about. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you should start going by that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Hey, if it gets me bookings, they can call me whatever I right. want. Well, uh, we were talking earlier before the show started, and uh, you don't really have any upcoming bookings right now, do you? Nah, you know, I'm kind of kind of like a just a for hire. Okay. You know, I don't really do residencies. I hate seeing the same people all the time. But uh, every once in a while, I get picked up left and right. But right now, it's a, it's a downtime for me, so. Um, well, if, uh, if people like what they heard, where can they hear you? Um, or where can they check, like, go, go to book you? Like, do you... Do it by email, Facebook. Uh. Yeah, I mean, you can hit me up on Facebook. It's uh, it's Daniel Tillier. And uh, also you can send uh, an email to detdjrevolt at gmail. Okay, right on. Um, do you have like a SoundCloud or MixCloud or anything? I actually do. It's attached to my Facebook. So that's underneath Daniel James, and it's on my Facebook. You can jump right to it. Um, I think that's also um, uh, Daniel Tillier as I think what the MixCloud is. You can also search for me that way. I know I just said James, but it's Tillier. Right. Uh, you know, we were talking about uh, when we were at Blue together that you thought we were already friends. And that's probably what it was under is Daniel James or something. No, maybe? it's actually underneath Daniel Tillier. Daniel James was oh. something that I did a long time ago. I didn't want people knowing my last name. Okay. But uh, in the end, uh, I'm old, so now it doesn't matter. <laughs> Come find me. <laughs> so that's me, Daniel Tillier. Oh, I remember because uh, I kind of even played a, a radio show that you hosted a while ago, and uh, I told you I, I had to have you on this show, and, and then you were talking about playing some old school house, uh, but you brought your laptop with you. Is that still going to happen, or are it's, you bringing something else? Or? I actually went and I, I, I started practicing. I put in all my records, got them all ready, had them all stacked up, and then just due to events that happened today, I didn't go grab the stack, and I just grabbed the computer, and I wasn't thinking when I walked out, so... I'm going to find a way to work it into some other things that I know that are on my computer. I should be able to figure it out. Okay. But I think uh, I'm going to drop some tracks and, and some different stuff and try to follow the groove here for a minute. All right, Do right the best on. I can. <laughs> um, trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, I'm drawing blanks right now. <laughs> That's, it's me all day. <laughs> all day. No, yeah, what's up? What's, the show that you came on was live in sessions. It was something that we did at uh, at formerly DJ Supply Pro AL, that uh, we just recently stopped due to budget constraints. Um, and uh, it was something that we did for since last August. And it was a good show. We used to do video on Ustream. And now uh, you can go check them out online. And uh, it's live yeah, in you Sessions put them on Pro AL. YouTube, right? Yeah, once they fall off, after you do so many of those videos on Ustream, uh, your page, they fall off. We keep a hard copy of them. We throw them up on, uh, on, U- on uh, YouTube, too. So Okay, so yeah, check check that out yeah, on it was YouTube. Sweet. Yep. Um now I know you were talking about uh the possibility of uh, another show coming up. Yep. We uh tentatively called uh the Dirty Rock and uh Heimsen show, which is gonna be a 
it's me and a buddy that I grew up with who is outlandish. I mean, anything the guy says is hilarious. Um, and uh, we decided to do a talk show. And I was thinking about doing something like that, but I know that I don't have a ton of things to say um, unless I'm highly motivated by, by conversation. And so I thought, who would be the best person? And it would be him. And uh, he hasn't done anything in order to reference, so it's hard to look for him. This is going to be his first show, but if he even is 10% of what he is in real life, this should be a pretty interesting show. Nice. We're going to cover a whole range of uh, uh, topics from entertainment, music, all types of things going down the list. We're going to talk about everybody, talk shit about everybody, make people angry, and I'm sure it's going to be a good show. <laughs> that was kind of like uh, I had uh, uh, Octored mm-hmm. and uh, Mark Moss on the show a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> now, merge those two together and then dope them up on like a bunch of caffeine, and that's what this guy is regularly. <laughs> oh, man. So it's going to be pretty good, man. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, we're, we're working at it. We're trying to get it all proper. Right now we're working on a stream. It's going to be underneath uh, Synergy Stream is going to be the name of it. Once we, uh, once we get it launched, I'll have a .com, and uh, I'll probably do some tours around radio shows and stuff and try to promote it and get it going. You'll yeah. see it on um, Facebook. So yeah, once you get me. it. Yeah, once you get it up uh, and going, send me the link, and I'll, I'll put it on the Burst Radio page, too. Absolutely. Well, we're trying to work out time slots right now with uh, with the Burst guys, so that way I can not only broadcast it on our own, but we're also trying to get it so it's one of the shows on, uh, as long as there isn't conflict with uh, scheduling. Because I would like to support Burst and everybody else there. Those are friends of mine. A lot of guys transferred over from NDR. That's something that I put my heart in for a long time, and I love those guys. Doc, if you're listening. North Carolina, what, <laughs> and uh, and and of course the H, so, but uh, it's something that I always like doing and I want to get back into, and it's something that uh, in the end I think we'll be able to uh, well, put that, together a good that show. explains the the half of the sound that I didn't realize my EQs must have got like bumped down in the car or something. We sound like a lot louder and now clearer we're alive. now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like turning up the gains and trying to figure this all out, but. Um, well, uh, if you don't have anything else, I'm going to run up there and do a little mixing, I guess. I got nothing else. Support local techno DJs. Right? <laughs> um, if you could, uh, w- but after I get up there, just uh, kill channels one through three. One through three, you got yep. it. Yep. What do you uh, think I am, a sound tech? What's that? So what do you think I am, a sound tech? Right. <laughs> I don't know nothing about this. <laughs> All right, I'm going to jump up there. Yeah, go ahead. A little bit of radio for one. This is WQDR. It's a nice place. I dig it. I like the view here. If you've never been here, definitely come check it out. It's one thing I like about you. You play vinyl. I should have did that. I'm such a sucker. All right. Sutter live in the mix.
they say you are inferior, do not believe a word they say. Resist. When they say they need billions of dollars to build bombs instead of build schools, open your eyes. Resist. When they say they want to preserve our way of life, so they must take life. This is a lie.
Sort of. One of us is. <laughs> uh, Dan is getting set up over there. Um, in the meantime, since I don't really have anything else to talk about, and even though I usually do this at the end of the show, I'm going to kind of go over events going on in the city. Um, I know... Uh, yeah, I just completely forgot about that one. 
Um, actually, no, never mind. He's back, so I will save that for the end of the show. Um, what's going on, sir? Nice set. Good thing I didn't bring my vinyl. Why is that? Because we played, played the like same half set? the things that I would have played. Right. <laughs> I only have so much of it, and I have a, you know, the funk classics is what I call it, and uh, that's definitely it. And quite a few of what you played right. was uh, in you my can never wheelhouse. go along, or you can never go wrong with defected. Yeah. That's probably half the records I played. <laughs> it's probably half of what I own, to be honest with you. Like, I like some darker stuff, obviously. That's kind of what I'm going to play and then kind of switch around. Tech house stuff and things like that. And that, a lot of the stuff that I was playing earlier on in, like, the mid-90s, early, tw- you know, early 2000s was, was stuff that eventually had a lot of, you know, shared a lot of characteristic traits with, with what I play now. But a lot of them, uh, when I would go full house... And I would play it in different bars and different things like that. That was those were the tracks to drop, because it was the ones that people who didn't really listen to it knew them, and the ones who did, they cherish them, right. whether they want to admit it or not. <laughs> so those are the easy go-to's. Guilty pleasures. That's what I said when I heard it. And I'm right. like, yeah, it's totally my guilty pleasure right there. So, but yeah. All right. Well, um, if you're ready, if you want to head over there, want to rack um, it. You should be I just on. Want to say uh, thanks for having me out, though. Oh yeah, hell yeah! You should be on uh, channels two and three, and uh, I'll just take that record whenever you're ready. Um. Oh, it's uh. Yeah, you found it. Okay. Um. Anyways, um. You are listening to BurstRadio.net. This is Dan Tillier.
It's a new dawn, it's a new day It's a new life for me, yeah It's a new dawn, it's a new day And I'm feeling good
And we're back. So yeah, that was kind of an awesome set, sir. Well, it wasn't as funky as I as I wanted it. I mean, kind of kind of ventured all over. You went in and uh, did a little minimal in there. Played some older stuff, some funky stuff. Yeah. Ended up some like deeper stuff. I tried to do that '80s stuff, but man, it uh. It worked. The, it the first up, one worked so. really good. I liked it. Yeah, the second one not so much. <laughs> it happens though. Right. Now you know I'm human. Exactly. So that's how you know it's real. It is real. It's nothing but real. The bear is real. <laughs> so that's the truth. Um. Thanks for having me out, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I'll have definitely. to have you on again sometime. Hey, whenever you need your tech house slash whatever mix, <laughs> holler at me. I'm totally glad I didn't bring the vinyl, like I said. Because, yeah. like, oh, dude, you played, like, three or four of them that I would have played, and I probably only would have brought, you know, 15 records, right. 20 records. <laughs> Whatever I could stuff in an old record bag that I haven't used in 50 years. Well, that's when you just play the, the B-side or the, the acapella of, of one that I played over the instrumental. of. That's a, I, oh, I, I actually I, one. I had to do that one time. Um, I was playing at Grasshopper, and I wasn't actually booked to play. I was just, they wanted to use my turntables. So I had a, uh, a crate with me that I just had in the car with like five or so records. And I figured, you know, I'll plug everything in and do a sound check. Right. And so I had my needles with me and my headphones. And uh, after that, my friend went on. And then the headlining DJ, they, they claimed that his laptop got stolen that night. But a lot of people think he was just like too messed up to DJ. And that happens. I've seen it a so, thousand times. Oh, my friends like, dude, I don't want to play all night. Why don't you just get on? And I had, like I said, I had like five records. So I was like playing, you know, I'd play one song and then I'd play the acapella of that song over another instrumental and then play the full track of that one and like five, like five or ten records or something for like two and a half hours. And it's funny because the da- dance floor was packed. Like I want to know like how many people out there like actually thought I was like the headlining DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, most people, they don't even start dancing until they see, until it's like the right hour. And right. half the time, I think that, that lately I've actually seen some really good DJs, local DJs that are really trying hard and really integrating the technology in their sets and are playing just as good as some of the older, the older cats, the actual traveling cats. And I see these, I see these headliners come on and uh, just being a sound guy, being around it. I, I know what I'm listening to and they're just not that great. But for some reason, people throw themselves out to the dance floor and dance just because of a name or whatever, you know, advertising they've been sold. So uh, I, I can definitely see that happening. Right. Well, I mean, that's that's why uh, our goal here at Burst is kind of like uh, Harley said it on one of the Sunday shows that, you know, even though you uh, might not know who the, the, the DJ is playing whatever given night on uh, Burst, you're still going to tune in because you know we're not going to put crap out there. Right. So even though, you know, it might be some no-name guy that you've never heard of, he's probably still good. Right. And you'll probably still enjoy it. I've definitely uh, definitely working with NDR. We've seen that a hundred times. Guys that I've never heard of come on and you do one of those. Holy shit. Right. Who is that? <laughs> no, I was, I, I was actually uh, impressed uh, a couple Sundays ago. I'm actually going to have him on the, the show. I think it's February 12th. Um, this kid Javon, he goes by uh, Gia DJ. He uh, came thinking that we were going to have turn or not turntables, but CDJs set up for him. The kid literally has never like touched a turntable in his life, and all we had was the turntables. 
I like I actually had to go over like turntable 101 with him like this is the pitch control like this is how you put the needle on the record like right you know like this is the start stop button like I mean like basic stuff that like you know you and I take for granted and like even like he was on looking at tractor like moving the pitch and wondering why it's not like affecting it without the record moving <laughs> it's like it's not like a CDJ where you just so you know, it's kind of funny. Like, I was expecting this, like, horrible set. Like, oh, man, this is going to be bad. And he just rocked it. Right. So, you know, I mean, like, even though he's never played on turntables, and uh, up until that day, I've never heard of the kid. Doesn't mean he's a bad DJ. Sometimes they shock you. Yeah. Sometimes they shock you. That's the great part about the technology, man, having, like, tractor and stuff as the base of, of, of what I do. I can appreciate it really easily that it doesn't matter what it is. And I've had, to, I've had to go do crappy top 40 gigs where I filled in for somebody. I take tractor and I flip the CDs. I flip the turntables. I did my first set stone cold in front of an audience, in front of CDJs. Um, it's because the technology isn't that far off. It's it's really what's going on in a computer that matters, how the, how the computer gets affected. And you can kind of wing your way through it. And that's exactly what I did before with the, the CDJs. And it's nice to have that as like a middle ground. For, for people in case something happens, and that's why I trust it when I go around. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm not too comfortable on CD players, but uh, at least, like you were saying, when I have tractors, the, the background, it, it definitely helps. Yeah, it, it, essentially everything just becomes a pitch controller and a record. Right. In all reality, if, uh, coming from a turntable into a CD player, you know, the de- the top of the deck just is what it is. You throw it back and forth, you hit play, and, uh, and the pitch works the same. Well, the one thing I've noticed with uh, CD players that I don't really care for, uh, I don't know if this is like all of them, but like if you bring the jog wheel back too far, even if you had the, the play button depressed earlier, it'll like stop. So like you go it'll to release it. It'll throw itself it. back to the track before it. Yeah, and yeah. like you go to release it, and then... It, Nothing. <laughs> well, there's a way to get around that, and I'll show it to you when we're off air. Okay, that'll be awesome because <laughs> I always have that problem. Or, like, I'll be scratching, and it'll just, like, stop. Three, and go back to track number yeah. three. <laughs> That's the way it works. No, I know I know a workaround. Uh, Pioneer, especially for CDJ, I had a Pioneer has thought about that. They're actually a good company. They think about that kind of stuff. Right on. Can you tell they should. Gear? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um. I know you already threw out the links, but um, one more time, I guess, for people that are just tuning in, um, and uh, if anyone missed it, even on the podcast, um, how can uh, people find you if they like what they heard? Well, if you actually enjoyed what you heard, (laughs) for those few people out there, you can contact me on Facebook at Daniel, D-A-N-I-E-L, and until you're T-I-L-L-I-E-R, you can search that, and I'm on there. Um, and then also you can uh, contact me via email at djrevolt, R-E-V-O-L-T, at gmail.com. And you can contact me there. Right on. Um, one thing uh, that uh, um, one of my friends uh, always does during the show, it's uh, kind of like a tradition now. Uh, he's He usually comes along for the show, but he's not here Um and uh, he usually gives a random animal fact. I can't even remember how it started, but <laughs> it's usually about like insects and like horrible things about them. Like, uh, 
this one kind of uh, bed bug. The female doesn't have uh, like a sex opening. Like it has it has the it has the internal components, but there's no opening, so the male actually uses his to like drill a hole. So it's it's really wild stuff like that. Right. But uh, the one he sent me on Facebook, he says. Uh, um, hy- hyena packs are structured as a uh, matriarchy. The head slash leader of the pack is a female hyena. Due to the matriarchy setup, the lowest ranking female still ranks higher than the highest ranking male. Um, with the matriarchy setup, when food is gathered, the highest ranking females eat first, followed by lower ranking females, and then finished off by the males. Depending on the makeup of the pack, sometimes it is only acceptable for the leading female to give birth, and thus she will kill any subsequent newborns. It's kind of crazy. The more you know. <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, um, the last thing I usually do is I, I uh, go over events, and I know you said you don't really have anything going on right now. I got now. nothing. You got nothing. So. so please email. Right? Get a hold of this guy. That's right. What's that? Right. <laughs> no. Can uh, usually, uh, what she's saying is, you can usually find me hanging around Blue. Yeah. Yeah. I go down there every once in a while when I come down to the city and whatnot. So. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's actually where I ran into you most recently. Yeah, I'm in there every once in a while. But uh, I know uh, she was talking earlier. Your roommate that uh, you're teaching her the ins and outs of DJing. So I. Yeah, told she's her. not the first. She's not the last. Right. And if she uh, she applies herself, she's. Uh, she she'll definitely be sellable, right? As far as getting getting gigs, so you just gotta you gotta you know teach her the, the ins and outs, right? Well, that's what I was uh, saying. If uh, she gets good at it, throw me a demo and then come play the show. Oh yeah, she'll get booked heavily as soon as she figures it out, right? <laughs> um, going on uh, tomorrow, uh, starting at six thirty at Sahara Restaurant and Grill. Uh, one of our previous guests, Hudat, is uh, playing. Uh, it's uh, OPAACC event, and I have no idea what that stands for, but uh, she's a really good DJ, so you should probably go. Um, also, the Deep Sessions crew will be at Exodus for Deep Thursdays. Um, I think that's every Thursday, but I'm not exactly sure. So, but just look up Deep Thursdays on uh, Facebook. This Saturday, though, I'll be at White Star filling in for Harley, doing the uh, sound and lighting. Uh, and it's a uh, birthday party for uh, Jay Flame, uh, Burley's brother, um, Ian Dr. Strange, who has also been a guest on the show, and then also Toad. So um, that one's happening at White Star. White Star. Right? <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. I know... Uh, Ian's playing uh, DJ Holographic, um, who is a really awesome DJ. She plays a lot of like new disco and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems to be uh, a thing, right? That new disco is catching on. Yeah, I like I, it. I know a couple people who do it too. Um, happening Sunday, January nineteenth at Grasshopper. This is one I always mention. Um, not only because there's a couple past guests uh, playing at it, uh, Mark Moss, Mark. But uh, I just like the uh, concept of it because it is drum and bass at Grasshopper, which what? is not really that common. Where did that come from? I know, right? Seriously. But uh, yeah, it's called Mass, and it happens at Grasshopper, and uh, the next one is Sunday, January 19th. Go to that. Um, if you never, uh, 
You never heard of those guys? Go out and uh, and check them out. All those drum and bass guys, right? Because I'm sure they're going to bring out some some older cats and blow off some records and get some dust off. Yeah, and it's always a good time. Uh, also happening at Grasshopper um, is uh, Comfort Food on Tuesday, January 21st, and uh, this one has Tej DJ Virus, who I'm not familiar with, but of uh, Convergent Sound. Both uh, DJ Psycho and Nano 2 Hype. Um, Convergent Sound being DJ Psycho's latest record label. And uh, they have some releases coming out. Nice. And they're going to be all sorts of mediums like 45s, 12 inches, cassettes. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Desi making moves. Right. <laughs> um, like I mentioned before, uh, DJ Holographic um, playing a bunch of new disco and stuff. She's out in the Ann Arbor area, and happening Thursday, January 23rd, she's going to be opening up for Colette at Necto. That should be fun. Yeah. Um, a lot of good house music. Um, Colette, of course, being a, a house producer, but uh, the one thing I really like about her is she will do live vocals over her sets a lot of times. True story. So go check that out. I saw her at Grasshopper once, and it was pretty sweet. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. There's always more. There's always more. Um, <laughs> if you're a trance fan. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Right. <laughs> you're still left. Right. I'm actually playing an all-trance event. This got started by one of my friends, uh, Greg, uh, a.k.a. DJ Disc Detroit, or DJ Disc dot, dot, dot Detroit. He actually has the, uh, the, the ellipses in his name. <laughs> But uh, Intoxicating Trance number 8, surprisingly, on uh, WHFR, which is uh, 89.3 FM. Or if you want to, you can tune in anywhere in the world at WHFR.FM. Uh, it's hosted by BAM and uh, my friend, because it originally used to be called The Journey Into Trance, and then it got switched to the mix with BAM. But uh, my friend decided, hey, let's bring Trance back to the show. Because whoever did so. the journey in Trance probably never came back. <laughs> they probably journeyed too far to return. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's uh, bringing it back. And uh, I've been playing. I played at all seven of them so far. And uh, so, I don't know. It's fun to dust the, this dust, blow the dust off of the uh, Trance records that I haven't really played in like ten years. But uh, although this last one I, I played on tractor for the first time, so nice. I think I'll I think I'll go back to the vinyl because some some classics in there. I can't bang on trance too hard, right? <laughs> we all started somewhere. <laughs> DJ Sammy Heaven. <laughs> no, I owned like I was one of those guys that bought like every record that Bedrock ever put out from oh, like, yeah? a time period to a time period. <laughs> I just like their style. I like the. So way I like that the uh, the Bedrock breaks. It. Yeah, those were I own really those cool, too, right? Yeah, there was a time where I just spent money like a fool, <laughs> and then the real world happened. And then it, and now all those records sit really nice <laughs> on a record holder and a record bin, right? Well, um, I want to say thank you for coming out and hey, uh, playing a set. Don't thank me. Let me thank you. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, of course, we got to send thanks out to Urban Bean Co. for Absolutely. always hosting for us. This um, place is great. 
Yeah, no, it's one of the best DJ booths in the city. It, over, it actually overlooks the city. It's a big glass building, so. And they're open, They're open like, uh, pretty late. They're not one of those 5 o'clock and out guys. Right. You know? Yeah, so usually in. usually they're open every day until 9, um, but they, they make an exception for us, so. Nice. Um, Wednesdays are open until 10, so. Uh, come on down, check it out, even if we're not here. Catch um, a coffee buzz. Right. Um, of course, thanks to Ferran's Grand Trunk for uh, being our uh, host for a very long time until uh, ASCAP decided to step in. Damn ASCAP. Like, what is up with that? Like, like I mean, half the, like most of the music we play probably isn't even licensed under them. Nope. You know? But are you going to take the time to send letters? <laughs> <laughs> Damn the man. You are approved from this record label. Not so much. Yeah. Nobody's got time for that. But uh, also... Big uh, shout out to ASCAP for fucking shit up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> also got to say uh, thank you to uh, Burst LLC for being our original host. Um, and of course, uh, where we got our name from. But uh, big things happening with Burst, as we mentioned on uh, the Sunday show. They're actually... They moved to a new warehouse, a lot larger. Uh, they have a lot larger inventory of speakers, and uh, probably coming up uh, Memorial Day weekend, you're going to get blown away by a lot of that new sound. So be on the lookout for the after parties. Um, and of course, uh, always got to thank Mr. Jeff of Doom because even yes. even though we're a uh, Detroit-based radio station, we actually broadcast out of California on his servers that he does for free for us. So. Cannot thank the man enough. I pre- he's been helping me out with my stuff, so nice. definitely want to say thanks for that, even though I haven't sent him another email yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, I think that's going to about do it. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and uh, peace out. <laughs>